0: Hey, how many of you remember story time? My favorite time in elementary school was when the teacher would say, it's story time. I was also told when I was in school to become a pastor that, the, that everybody's favorite time during the, the, the message would be when I'd say something about a story, and like everybody would just stop whatever they were doing and listen to that part of whatever I was doing and then go back <laughs> Ignoring me for the rest of the time until the next story. Uh, well, it's story time. <laughs> okay. The whole sermon's about stories, so. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but everybody loves stories. We love to hear stories, uh, love to tell stories. Um, so I just want to do a quick review of this series that we we are in. We're finishing this series. Uh, we've called it "Make Me a Blessing." Some of us remember a little song that went that way. You are, uh, I'm already going to bless you by not singing it. Yeah, this little song said, "Make me a blessing," uh, out in the highways and byways of life. Sometimes I think we need to remember some of this. Uh, we, this is not a new concept for for us as. People who follow Jesus, the the idea of going out to where people are, where hurting, hungry, hurt, you know, searching people are, to tell them about Jesus, that's not a new concept. It's as old as Jesus. By the way, that phrase, the highways and byways. That comes out of a parable Jesus told. Uh, He he didn't use the English words, contrary to what some people believe. Uh, He did not speak English. I know because in the time when he lived, there was like nobody speaking English. (laughs) You can check out the history. It's true. English didn't exist. Okay, somebody will are going to Google it. It's okay. You can do it right now if you get your phones. I don't care. It's true. All right, so here's here's a quick, serious review. We want to be a blessing. What does that mean? Well, it begins with prayer. Every blessing begins with prayer. It begins with prayer. It is bathed with prayer. Uh, blessings begin with prayer. We have to pray. If we want to be a blessing, we have to pray for people. Who should we pray for? I'm glad you asked. Family members, relative. Uh, I'm sorry, got ahead of myself. Friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. Well, I'm retired. Former coworkers. Okay. Um, so we, I don't have any. I don't have any friends that aren't church people. i've heard i grew up in the church there is not a single excuse that anybody can ever come up with that i have either not come up with myself or haven't heard and this is the favorite one when it talks about when we come to talking about talking to people who don't know jesus about who jesus is building relationships with people who don't know jesus i don't know anybody who doesn't know jesus i don't have any friends all of my relatives go to church, all my relatives, all my co-workers, all my former co-workers, I've got... So this is my answer. Get some more friends. <laughs> By the way, I practice what I preach. This year, I invested some money. to join an organization so that I could meet new people outside church circles. Because let's face it, all of my co-workers are church people. They're either the volunteers in our congregation or they're other pastors. Hey! What about relatives? I have a uh, <coughs> Three, my sister and her husband are both highly active volunteers. They all have children. Some of them are pastors, and all of them are highly involved. So if you say, I don't have any relatives that aren't Christians, I understand. I do. Go find some! By the way, there are probably some free places where you can do this. But it doesn't hurt to pay for them. I I, I just want you to know something. I'm having a blast getting to know people. Now maybe it's just because of who I am. I am not as introverted as some people might think I am. I am not as extroverted as some of the rest think I am. I'm somewhere in the middle. But it, I'm having fun. And... Uh, And I want you to understand, we just need to have friends. If we don't have friends, I'm just going to think, just think about this. If Jesus had been sitting in heaven and the Heavenly Father had turned to him and said, Son, I think it would be good for you to reach some people that don't know us. And he had looked at the Father and said, You know, Father, I don't have any friends that don't know us. And the Father had gone, Oh, okay. Where would we be? A have a creek without a battle. That conversation never happened, by the way, because what actually happened was, <laughs> son, we need to go we find people, that, you know, we need to get to hold the of people that don't know us. And Jesus said, all right, I'm on my way. That's who he came to know. The people he got in trouble for hanging out with. By the way, he got in trouble by religious people for hanging out with not religious people. Okay, that's, wow, that was the longest first point. That was almost the whole first sermon all over again. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry not, sorry, Uh, pray, 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 begin with prayer. It's got to begin with prayer. By the way, the whole thing has to continue being bathed with prayer, saturated with prayer. You need to listen carefully in conversations with your friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, and coworkers. I'm going to call that, from now on, frank list. Short Friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, co-workers, frank, Let's. In your conversations, strive to be the person who listens way more than they talk. That's going to do two things for you. One, it's going to relieve you of the responsibility of trying to think of something to say. Every introvert in the room went, (sighs) two, it's going to help you know more about them. Three, they're going to like talking to you because most people in this world only shut up long enough to let other people talk so that they can figure out what they want to tell them next. Think about it you're in a conversation most people are quiet including most of us we're quiet only long enough to figure out what we want to say regardless of whether it has anything to do with what the other person says we need to listen carefully by the way it is important for us not to skip this step because by the time we get to it's story time which i am going to get to if we haven't done this one person said any success we have in sharing our story when we haven't done any, spend any time listening it is like playing golf blindfolded. Look, without a blindfold if I had any success it would be amazing, a miracle. Yeah. I've been golfing a few times. Yeah. Ooh. It's not pretty. Listen carefully and continue to pray. That's another thing. So there's another thing you can do while you're listening. To pray for them. Okay? Begin with prayer. Listen carefully and continue to pray. Mark and Tracy talked to us about the importance of this. This is a universal thing. It doesn't matter what culture you're in. Eat together. coffee, Tea, water, pie, cake, cookies, oh. picnics. Right? It doesn't need to be complicated, but we eat together and something happens. Oh, and pray. Eat together with people. You're building relationships with them. Oh, and by the way, I'll, I'll for those of you who are wondering, so when do we get to the evangelism part? The evangelism part with, for Jesus started started the moment he entered our world. The evangelism part starts the moment you start becoming a friend with somebody. Whether it goes any further than that is between Jesus and and that person and the Holy Spirit's direction in you. Okay? They're not a project, they're a person you're going to get to know and love. They're, they're not you're not going down a checklist here. You're developing a relationship with a real human being because You both need a friend Begin with prayer listen carefully continuing to pray eat together keep from on praying. serve each other serve them allow them to serve you serve others together and by all means keep on praying nothing good is going to happen in anybody's life unless we pray for them there are very few things in life that I will fight over like physically well I won't I to forget it. I going not physically fight because it's just not worth it if I win then I get in trouble if I lose I get hurt it's not worth it. But if you want to get into a verbal argument, this is why I'll get into it. Though. Nothing good's going to happen. Nothing of eternal significance is going to happen in anybody's life unless you're praying for them. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. So you serve. And you let them serve you and you serve others together and you work together and you you keep on praying for the Holy Spirit to be working in their lives. And then there comes an opportunity because you've been listening to them and working together with them. You get an opportunity to share your stories. Stories. They've been sharing their story with you because you've been listening. And somewhere along the line, they're going to go, well, what about you? And we're going to talk about that in just a moment. But in all of this, you better keep on praying. Keep on praying. I want you to understand that all of this is, if we're really intent on helping people know Jesus, this is not just a matter of building friendships. It's it's a supernatural thing. I love building friendships, and if that's all that happens, that's great But if it goes beyond that is there something supernatural that happens and it's Jesus And Jesus stressed the supernatural nature of sharing stories About him and what he's done for us uh, on the night before his crucifixion and he's talking to his disciples John uh, records a. huge amount of conversation that goes on that matthew mark and luke don't have in john 13 14 15 16 and 17. he's got a whole lot in there in chapter 15 ends with these two verses john 15 26 and 27 and jesus begins to talk, has begun to talk to them about the holy spirit who's going to come he calls him the advocate the comforter There's just no good English translation for what he calls it, but this advocate is what is often used. When the advocate comes, when the Holy Spirit comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. I want to make two quick observations. These are two short verses. It's not real complicated. Sometimes you 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 got to. Things need to. This is simple. He said what he meant. He meant what he said. I'm just going to make two quick observations. The first one is the Spirit continues and always has and always will continue to reveal the Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to people. The Spirit reveals who Jesus is what he's doing what he's done why he does what he does who he's for that's what the spirit does the spirit reveals jesus the second thing i want to do is point out to you what my what my mentor keith jury calls the second witness principle it's simply this you and i always provide supporting testimony to what the Spirit is already saying to people about Jesus. We never introduce the subject of Jesus to somebody who has no idea what we're talking about. They may not know for sure, what the Holy Spirit has already been talking to them. The Holy Spirit has already been testifying to them. And as we begin to talk about Jesus, still whispering in their ear, all of a sudden, oh, oh, now I get it. We are always the second Witness. The Spirit always goes first. So here's my sermon in the sentence. I want us to know that we are telling the Holy Spirit saturated story of Jesus and his transforming love. We are telling the Holy Spirit saturated story of Jesus and his transforming love. It's not just any story. When we say it's story time, It's a Holy Spirit-saturated story about Jesus and his transforming life. And we do it with these five things in mind. I want us to remember these things. Uh, Every single human being is created in the image of God. Every single human being is created in the image of God and has a value because of that every Second, god is already present holy spirit is already working in their lives don't ever forget that the spirit isn't working that light in their lives no matter what their religion no matter what their what no matter what their morality no matter what you think of their lack of morality or whatever no matter what they've done or haven't done whatever, it doesn't matter. God's already working there. There is nobody that he isn't working in. They're all of value to him. He's already trying to reach them. The best things about that person are already blessings from God. Those are things that God has already put in their lives and worked into their lives and helped them to develop as blessings, not only to them but to everybody else the worst things about that person are arenas and opportunities for God's redemption and his grace and his transforming love to work their great power the fifth thing is people that would be all We are all hungry for encouragement and love, and all of us need help noticing the presence of Jesus in our lives. Even people who don't know Him yet, they may not be able to tell us what it is that they're hungry for, what they're looking for, but if you have the opportunity to kind of tell your story and begin to talk to them, You will have the opportunity for them to say, oh wait, that's what I'm looking for. We are to tell the Holy Spirit-saturated story of Jesus and his transforming love. So what are we going to do about it? Okay, so here's what I think we ought to be doing about it. Um, We need to learn Jesus' story. We need to know Jesus' story very, 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 very well. Uh, well, how should we do that, Pastor Mark? I'm glad you asked. You didn't? That's okay. I'm going to give you the answer anyway. Uh, we need to learn Jesus' story by reading or listening to the gospel records often. Oh, like the gospel of John, Pastor? Yes, like the gospel of John. Thank you for remembering that in case it just... just thought I'd mention this. If you want to record how many chapters you've read of the Gospel of John in the month of July, you may put your sticky note on the bulletin board in the back. See, there's a reason for doing that. (laughs) The story of Jesus ought to just ooze out of us. Sometimes I read things online that are just a little corny, and I'm gonna share one that I think is a little corny, But it's true. If you're carrying a cup of coffee and somebody bumps you, what happens? And no, our own television show, television slash computer show, I don't know what to call it. It's called The Chosen. It's about Jesus. Here's, Here's a great outline for your story. I was one way, and now I am completely different. And the thing that happened in between was Jesus. How hard is that to remember? I was that way, and now I am this way, and the thing that was in between was Jesus. Develop your story, learn Jesus' story. So that you can share it easily. Develop your story so you can share it easily. Oh, and there's one more. Remember how I said people are hungry to see how Jesus is working in their lives? We need to find ways to point out Jesus in our friend's story based on our careful, prayerful listening to their stories something like, you remember that time you told me about and how you had no idea how you were going to make it through but somehow you did? My friend that was Jesus. Jesus. You remember the other time you, you, you had a friend and you had no idea how you were going to help him, but somehow you, you just had the right words to say to get him through? Jesus helped you. That was Jesus. Mm. Every single one of us wants to have those experiences in our lives. Whether we're following him now or about to start following him or haven't yet, we all were made to have those kinds of experiences where we can look back and go, oh, he used me to help them. Folks, I believe it's time to bless the people around us. Mm. And and God is seeking ways to bless people, everyone, to bless everyone with his love. He, He wants us to work with him. The Holy Spirit is on the move in Bay County and beyond. I think it's time for us to follow him into the highways and byways of our community. Let's pray. Lord, I'm going to use the words from this old song as part of my prayer, to guide my prayer. Take us out into the highways and byways of life where people are weary and sad. Help us to carry your sunshine where darkness reigns, making the sorrow glad. Make us a blessing. Make us a blessing out of our lives. Jesus, shine. Make us a blessing, Jesus to someone today, and tomorrow, and the day after that, and the day after that, oh, Holy Spirit, come and make us a blessing. one of our friends or relatives or acquaintances, our neighbors or co-workers has a story to say, I was like that and now I'm like this and it's because in the middle I met Jesus because of her or him. Now Or somewhere uh, thank you guys for coming out today thank you uh, for connecting with us uh, online folks thank you very much those of you who are here in person appreciate seeing your smiling faces uh, if you have not already done this I want to encourage you to join the, the champions Hope uh, Facebook group uh, the link is in the uh, on the church's Facebook page or in the description of today's event There is unique content there. I also want to take this moment to let you know there is going to be a picnic slash potluck uh, on August the 15th. That's two weeks from this day right here And we are going to be out in the pavilion. So we have two weeks to continue praying for cool dry weather. Yes and uh we are going to continue using store-bought stuff just because well it's safer that way and if there are directions so that we don't end up with 16 quarts of potato salad to send home with carton or even worse 30 quarts of baked beans that's just never mind Uh, (laughs) ah on the bulletin board also on the face church facebook page and and in uh there are some directions uh so check on that and if you don't understand or need some more clarification katie raise your hand wait right there katie will help you understand uh we're we're just kind of dividing the alphabet and uh, the kinds of foods so that you know i I know. Some of you were thinking, I was going to bring a vegetable tray. Now, maybe all of you were planning to bring a vegetable tray. Yeah. Ah. Uh, if you do, that's okay. But there's kind of directions, and you got two weeks to go find it in the grocery store um, and yeah, be ready for that. All right. Probably don't want to buy it tomorrow. No. Sell-wise. So, <laughs> unless it's a frozen item. Uh, you probably don't want to. Well, you keep it in the freezer. Oh, never all, all the... My, my healthcare people are looking at me going... So don't buy it tomorrow. Okay? Just wait till Tuesday. I'm oh, going to be so... Okay, folks, Jesus is the center we've been talking about. Jesus is the center of God's plan to transform and restore this broken world. Jesus is the center of God's work already to restore all things. And you and I are central to the Holy Spirit's mission to proclaim the story of Jesus to every man, woman, and child in Bay County and beyond. We are part of that team. The Holy Spirit works in and through us to do far more than we could ever imagine or guess or request in our wildest dreams. He does it deeply and gently inside us and through us. He renews our minds and transforms our lives and he touches people through us simply by us being ourselves as we connect with them intentionally purposefully in love so if you are a follower of Jesus and if you're not I'd love to talk to you about why but if you are a follower of Jesus you are sent to love everyone everywhere every day all the time. You are sent. Go, Jesus.